Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The Big Party Show. So wake me up. Because you know I'm all about that morning, about that morning. Channel 94.1. Apparently this uh, millennial generation uh, can't be bought. That's not the way you're going to... Uh, to get through. Um, they did a study and they said that millennials uh, think that they would rather sacrifice money for happiness. That's a good, that's, I mean, that's yeah, nice sign that they're not just cynical and jaded and trying right. to just work their way to the, they sacrifice money for happiness. So Yeah, so how- they, they, I mean, they take home a pretty good paycheck. Um, all the hours feel worthwhile, but it could take more than just that to satisfy this millennial generation. They said that they asked them, and 60% answered the survey, quality of work life was more important than the financial benefits when searching for a new job. And I've seen a lot of that. Like, I've got younger cousins, and, um, you know, they've had these jobs where it's like, you know, you or I probably would have stuck it out. They're like, I'm just not happy. You're like, yeah, but, you know... But then, how old is a millennial? Just real quick, what is a millennial? What is the break again? Um, I gotta look at the. the I'll look it up. Uh, up. Looks like birth years ranging from the early '80s to the early 2000s. Yeah. Okay. It's a pretty wide. It's a wide. They always have like a big, bigger, big scope. But what's interesting is is that this comes on the heels of something else that I saw, which claimed that. which I saw that claim that uh, you can't money can buy happiness. Like, well, isn't that crazy? And it can. I mean, it they can. were talking about the fact that, like, you know, that there is a price tag, and that having a certain amount of um, income does allow you the uh, the yeah. happiness to do what you can and what you want to do. Well, because especially when you preach it to people that don't have enough money, when you <laughs> money doesn't buy happiness. I mean, yeah. it buys vacations. Comfort. It buys a lot. It buys a level of happiness. Mm -hmm. It's not uh, clearly. It's not everything. It won't. It's not love. We we do know plenty of people that have tons of money that are rich, and a lot of them are miserable. Yeah, they are. I mean, from the problems that it creates and and the phony relationships and never being able to trust if someone genuinely is your friend because of who you are. Now, what was interesting was is that they said it had to do with your personality. That namely, the open, openness to new experiences, your agreeableness, your conscientiousness, how extroverted you were, how neurotic you were, it all paid into whether or not money would in the end make you happy. Like giving to donations to charity was considered an agreeable spending category. Eating out was considered another one that oh, yeah. kind of like made people feel good. You know, and when you have the money to do it, I mean, we've all been, I mean, you know, the, like three of us, the three of us have all been in jobs like radio for a long time where eating out was a luxury. Like, Ooh. you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't know. Right. Yeah, but, I don't know what, to, I mean, I don't know what, I mean, how I'm going to eat out what I want. Right. You know? Like, you so, eat what you had because yeah. you didn't have the luxury of choice because but, it was like, okay, I've got to pay rent and or I can but just when you said that the um, millennials aren't having to, uh, they're, they're not like having to stick through a job. 
um, because it like we would. Well, the they're job hopping. But between us, the difference between us is we, we also didn't live at home. I did. And, and all right, Jeff did. And we, I had to buy my own car. I, I, how do you buy stuff? They bike. They don't. They 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 don't have a problem living twenty to a house. I you got to be sympathetic to the generation whose the job wow. market got crushed by yes. mm-hmm. um, the mid two thousands. That's tough. I mean, I I think the wow. newer millennials, the younger age, I think has grown up maybe in a in a cycle where mom and dad lost a job or dad lost a job or both and. Oh, that would suck. So maybe they've reframed the calculus, like uh, they've decided to live a life where where satisfaction comes from something other than money because money wasn't really an option. Yeah. They're saying that the average person works eight hours a day, five days a week, 50 weeks out of the year. So basically 40-hour work weeks, and you're looking at like two weeks off. That's normal. Taking home a pretty good paycheck might make all of those hours feel worthwhile, but they say what could be more than that is the satisfaction that they feel. Like they're like, listen, life's too short. They kind of have that YOLO attitude. Um, yeah, they have really fulfilled lives, uh, full lives outside of the workplace, right? Yeah, it's just mm, a they different live to work, emphasis. Not work to live. Emphasis, right? yeah. yeah. Um, it's all about putting the right emphasis on the right syllable. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yes. It My is. point is, is why can't you have both? <laughs> so says Gwyneth Paltrow. I know. She's like, listen, I have goop now. I don't need to act. I'm rich. Um, no, but I just thought it was interesting that they, there's like this two two sides to this argument. So you have millennials saying money can't buy happiness. It's just a matter of like, you know, you can't buy me into staying in this job. You can you can throw all the money you want at me, but if I'm unhappy, I'm going to move on is basically what they're saying to employers. Okay. Um, and then you have this flip side where there's the idea that there is a right way to basically buy happiness, to increase happiness if your money is spent the right way. Experiences or on other people seem to be the big two big things. So it's not necessarily stuff. They're saying people God, I who... I had tons of jobs that sucked and I still did it. It's just, how do you make a job... Ha- You're I mean, a poop stomper. I was a poop stomper. How do you cater to a generation that wants a... a, a a ping pong table in every but that was, office. I okay, mean, it's like you still got to work. Between a job and a career. Yeah. So when you're talking about when you were a poop stomper, that, uh-huh. wasn't, a that, was, that wasn't a career. That was a job. That was a, hey, that was a job. That, no, but that, I'm saying that was a job you had while you were like figuring out school or doing whatever. It could have very well turned into a career. Yes, but you weren't happy doing it, so it didn't. Now, there's somebody out there hey. who thinks, man, equestrian work, pop, you know, stomping poop, getting to walk horses, that sounds like how I want to spend my days. That's This is a real job, them. by the way. Party worked no, at I didn't Zarbin. quit. I didn't quit. They, they, quit, they quit me. They fired you. How do you get? Wow, that's a whole other. They never man. hired me. I thought I was. I just moved here and it was a temporary job. I needed a job doing something, and I apparently I had to check in with somebody, but I didn't. They just, just went stomp poop. Somebody was so like, many. "Go get in that dumpster and stomp that poop down." <laughs> yes. So, and you did that for how many straight days? I did it for like two weeks until they didn't pay me, and I'm like, "All right, payday." And they're like, "Who are you?" And the what the real job was actually wasn't stomping the poop on top. It was pushing the button on the bottom. I'm like, I'm supposed to be the guy pushing the button? Yeah, they're like, yeah, you're the button guy. <laughs> yes. It was a compact. You push the button so you don't have to stomp on the poop. 
Oh, well, that's damn a it. whole we respect different... your ethic, but you're so damn stupid. But I liked it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. I liked the job. I liked it. I, I work with you. I We're saying 100 more of you. Woo! It's not so damn Just stupid. Fucking talk about the guys that marched right into the trenches and yeah. didn't ask a single question. Where were you hey, at Normandy? Where were you I've before always... we had the button? <laughs> I've always been a worker. I just work. Uh, you know, so I don't know. I, I don't recall a job where I'm like, oh, my God, I going to quit. I hate it because I want a paycheck, you know? Yeah. It's so, interesting. Well, but, yeah. but the idea is, and I understand, there's that difference between, yes, I mean, when you're just working a job, you're like holding your nose a lot of times and you're just, you know, it's like, hey, listen, this is a, a means to an end, whether or not you're saving up for a trip or you're saving up for school or to, you know, get into the career you want to. Maybe it's an artistic career. But then there's like your career. And if you were holding your nose while working a career job, people would say to you, why? Like, why? I mean, you could do anything. You could do anything in that. this world. Why Why would you just go in and punch a clock to a job you hate when you could go and punch a clock to a job you love. I, I agree with that all the way. And I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. My big thing is is that that is because you paid your dues to get to that point. I feel like there's a certain it's a fast there's food a certain generation. like you know there there's a bridge to get from you know young you to careered you, and I don't think a lot of people want to make it. You know, they just want to immediately yeah. show up and be like, I'm CEO today, I guess. Yes, they want to make a million dollars right out of the gate. And You're like, and well, so somebody's so got to work the so. mail room, you know? I yeah. mean, someone's got to do it. There's right. a way up, you know? So. The Big Party Show. I like the morning show. They're cool, they're real. Listen to them every morning. Cal 941. Hey, uh, Cal 94 hello. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, what's up? Good. No, I was just wanting to make a comment about that whole millennium thing. Mm-hmm. And it's true, I mean, kind of with this new generation, I'm a manager at Subway in a small town. And, like, the new generation that I try to hire, it's, like, so different from my generation. Like, I'm 26. So it's, like, you know, they're not, their work ethic, too, is it, like, not like how our generation is. And, you know, they're kind of you know, laid back a little bit more and don't care, you know, they're just there for the paycheck sometimes. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, it's hard to have a steady crew and it's hard to, you know, um, basically, you know, hire somebody with good worth ethic anymore these days. You know, so it's, you know, I'm manager and they think I get paid the big bucks, but in reality, I don't. I mean, I'm working, you know, close to 40 hours a week. I'm supposed to have 40 hours, but I don't get my full 40 hours either, you know. So it's just kind of difficult at the same time trying to get help as well. So I feel part of it is sort of exampled behavior, though. I mean, you're talking about a generation. I mean, I learned my work ethic watching my parents. You know, both of them worked hard and while, you know, at different points they had jobs that they loved, jobs that they hated, you know, like weren't looking forward to going to. It was always the the respect and the happiness to have work. And I wonder if there's something learned about that, like you pass that on to your kids. I mean, so when I had a job and I came home and I was like, this job sucks, my parents are like, okay. What do you think that you're owed? Like, it's a free country. You're not owed happiness. Like, go out there, work a job, and find a job that, you know, yeah. not working was never an option. Not working and yeah. being like, that was just sucky. They're like, okay, yeah. well, then find a job that isn't sucky. 
Yeah, and the discipline, too, even, you know, it's like some of this generation that's coming in, it's like the discipline isn't really there anymore. It's like, you know, I was disciplined, definitely, you know, bad grades, you know, or if I snuck out of the house or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's like now if they do that, you know, they really don't discipline much. <laughs> you know, they're kind of more free. They get to do what they want than back when I used to, <laughs> yeah. you know, so that all puts in, you know, it's, it's totally different. This world has definitely changed. <laughs> and you're yeah. 26. Yeah, I know. <laughs> These are your peers that you're ratting yeah. on right now. <laughs> wow. I know. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, I have a subway related question. Why yes. does the, the uh, footlong tuna um, uh, sub have so many calories in it? You know, it's probably our mayonnaise. I was going to say, it's mayonnaise, duh. There's a big difference between light mayonnaise and regular mayonnaise, and I'll tell you, we use regular mayonnaise to mix the tuna in. So that's the only way to go. Well, I mean, to me, I like the light mayonnaise because it tastes so much better. You'll have to try it. (laughs) And can can I ask for that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously not because it's pre-mixed, but, like, if you get a different sandwich, like a roast beef or a club or whatever... Put some light mayonnaise on it. You'll definitely taste the difference. Okay. What's your most popular sandwich these days? Um, our most popular sandwich is probably the BMT or the chicken bacon ranch. Yeah. I all I would ever do is a BMT or a tuna sub, that and I could eat it what the every BMT day of the week. Stands for bacon, big monster tomato, <laughs> big meat, big mother, biggest, meatiest, and tastiest sandwich. Really? All right. Biggest, tastiest. Biggest, meatiest, tastiest. Can I ask you another, like, insider question? (laughs) Sure. Is the seafood surprise or whatever, what's in that? All of it is is just imitation crab and mix of mayonnaise again. It's nothing really special, yeah. I tease my husband. It is his Lenten go-to. Is it really? Oh, my God. K-Rab. He's totally like K-Rab. And I'm like, you know that's K-Rab. He's like, I don't care how they spell it. Well, is K-Rab crab? I thought it was bits and pieces of crab. No, it's absolutely in no way crab. It is something that it is a, a food product, like a food paste that they make to look and taste like crab. Yeah. Why'd okay. you have to tell him he didn't know any better? <laughs> this beautiful, dumb creature over here. Go stop yeah, some poop. Watch it for your calories, too. Don't get the flatbread because it has more calories than our regular gourmet bread. Really? Well, he made it this yeah. far in life. He's like, I had no idea. Santa Claus, eating his K-Rab. I've been with the company for almost five years. Stomping poop. All right, dude. Well, thanks for calling Thank in. Thanks you. for uh, you know working hard and being a good role model for the Absolutely. kids around you. Well, Oh, I try every day. <laughs> okay. All right. Take care. All right. You too. Bye. Right. You sound so crushed. You really thought that, well, no, K- I, that K-Rab was... Well, I just like, how can you call it crab or K-Rab or even refer to it as crab if it's not, it doesn't have any crab in it? I thought there was a tiny bit of crab no, particles no or crab. something in it. I, I mean, when you look at they... it, it's not spelled... Oh, I know that. But but, I mean, that's how they get around it. They're like, it's our product. It's called crab. It's like the difference between ketchup and catsup. (laughs) (laughs) This is where it all goes down. Log on now and check us out on Facebook and Twitter.
with it. The Big Party Show. On Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel. Channel. 94. One.